Welcome to our new series on the Off the Dome podcast. Our series is going to be called Off the Bench, appropriately, because we're going to be talking about sports. What sports are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about soccer. We're going to talk about MMA. We're going to have some basketball here and there, because I'm pretty sure all three of us watch a few games in the playoffs and like nothing else. But we'll probably watch a little bit more of the in-season basketball if it means we can talk about it. And I know Austin doesn't, but me and Ramiro also keep up with tennis. So we'll probably talk about a little bit of tennis, too. So, but yeah, it's going to be Wimbledon. Oh Sorry. yeah, who won the who won who won the final? Uh, whatever his name is, Nikolo. Exactly, Jokovic. exactly. <laughs> Jokovic. I sorry, Jokic, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, the the center for uh, the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets. <laughs> it was off, right, so yeah. it was off season, so I assume that's what he does for fun. Yeah, so I know he played. Uh, kick over Curi- the tennis talk. Curios. That's what he played. Yeah, he just like Good job. The Australian. And then the yeah. the girl that won, I know she was like the eleventh seed or something. She like upset Caper or something. I don't know. I did watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, tennis is, <laughs> is a fun sport. It's a fun sport to watch. Any, anyway, sorry to interrupt, but like Karan said, we'll be talking about all the things with balls. Okay, yeah. buddy. Sports balls. That is. He could. Austin could not wait until he could yeah. get that off. He was, he he was, was holding like, that bro, one in, bro. He was holding that one in. As soon as he went to, yeah, as soon as he went to the bathroom, bro, he was like thinking about exactly how to deliver it, everything. Hey, at least I held see, it in uh, on like that fart. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, did we see what? Sorry. On to the uh. sports section. <laughs> um. <sighs> Apologize. Did you guys see that a Arsenal fan actually asked Thomas Muller to join Arsenal, and his answer was hilarious. He was like, "He was like, ha ha ha, no." I mean, we'll, put that, we'll put that video. It was, on it was just today or what? I think it was today. He's like forty years old, bro. He wouldn't even get into the Arsenal starting eleven at this point. I would. I don't know about all that. I don't Damn. know about all that. You need. Yeah, you need to relax first of all. That's um, that's just the, you, a, a Byron hitter right there, man. No, no, that's yeah. It's a, it's probably also. He sounds like a delusional Arsenal fan. Like that's what <laughs> that's how Arsenal fans talk. Like oh, oh, our team is so good that this player who's won two Champions Leagues and a World Cup would probably not get into our squad. Delusional, bro. No, he's a Arteta is the win, bro. I promise. Yeah, exactly. Five Dude, more years, Arsenal. That's all he needs. ESR is already better. He that's Arsenal is Chelsea's nursing home and Manchester City's like reject house. All right, so you need to just take it easy with the Thomas Muller hating. But you're a Dortmund fan, so that makes sense. And Ramiro, I mean Austin, you're a. Did you say a Dortmund fan? fan? (laughs) Damn, I said Dortmund. Um, I was clarifying. I thought you said like they're dirt. You you probably address them as as Dortmund because you're a Bayern fan. I mean, I'm impressed with what they've done. This off season, they did. They had a really good. We'll see. We'll see when you how it is when you lose eighty five percent of your goals. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I didn't say. I literally said I was impressed. Speaking of Lewandowski, the other it was the official Barcelona store. They could not print any more of his jerseys because they ran out of the letter W. Out of W's. Yeah, I saw that too. That's hilarious. That's but hilarious, did, bro. No, what was even funnier was how they announced him. Yeah, I didn't understand it. <laughs> how did they <laughs> announce him? He was on a lifeguard stand on the beach in Miami, and then because they're, they're gonna save like, him, they're gonna he's gonna save the whole team or what? They're just like, 
they're they're like looking towards the ocean. They turn around. He's there, and they go up the side, and he's like, Barça. I'm happy. To be <laughs> yeah, because he's going. You're like, he's going. He's going. Fuck gonna, up, dude. I mean, in their defense, they probably had to cut a majority of their marketing department. For finances, so it's that's probably something. True. That's true. just sure. <laughs> just kidding. That's true. Yeah, how, He's how also do good. they uh, afford all these players? Because they just got like two hundred and something million off of Spotify. Well, what they also that? sold part of their like TV deals or something like. But that, I thought right? they were yeah. in so much debt though to begin with, though not even paying players. How can you not? So, so what I what I read is that they're doing this like they have this rule now to whether you can only spend a fourth of what you gain. So they must have gained at least four times of what they're spending because if not, their debt would just increase. Well, how did they gain it? Did they sell some of their TV deal? Like They, that, they, that sell some, they sold some of their TV deal. They uh, sold the rights to the stadium. Um, first time ever. Um, they are also in the process of like <clears throat> trying to sell I think like 48% of like shares of the club or some shit like that. Damn. Yeah. Like it's like crazy. That's a lot. Like, so just to be clear, like the cash, right? So the cash that they get to buy these players, well, I don't even know if they're paying cash right now. I know they're not paying hundred percent cash, at least to, to buy no. these players like Rafinha, yeah, Lewandowski or Lewandowski. Yeah. Lewandowski. And I know they signed a couple others, but to be, to be clear, the money that they're getting to complete these transfers are the source of that money is from selling parts of their club that would eventually make them more money later on correct like a tv deal is going to bring your club more money uh through like the advertising and the and you know the platform but if they sell part of that deal they're giving cash but that's also part of a tv deal that they lost so like they can lose more money off of them in the long run right i'm i'm not sure about how that works exactly because it has to like how else are you going to sell that and get cash you know what i mean i don't know so this rule that you mentioned, though, is it self-imposed or is it? Yeah, yeah no, it's just, it's, no, it's like self-imposed. It's just like to keep the club alive, they have to do this. Like you have to make at least four times of what you're. Um, it's like a, like a one fourth rule. So if you make 100, you're only able to spell. Tw- you're only able to spend 25. Oh, OK. <clears throat> um, But I don't know. They're they're. They're a little shady at the moment Fishy. yeah definitely especially definitely. if if uh frankie doesn't leave oh yeah i saw a video of just one of their training sessions while in miami and he looked pretty happy yeah he looks i mean he doesn't want to leave apparently they're just trying to like get rid of him to get cash because i mean what other player is worth the amount of money that he is where do you think I mean, he'd go anywhere he wants <clears throat> Apparently, Chelsea I think Manchester. Is. I don't. I think Chelsea might have pulled out of that. Honestly, um, I think Manchester United are looking more likely because obviously Eric Ten Hag was his old coach. He doesn't want to go though. Yeah, he would. I feel like he would have gone by now. The other thing is like they also have. I think they have a good amount of. Well, they lost. No, bro, the midfield is booty, bro. Yeah, they, they need a midfielder, so their midfield is booty. Fit. It would be a perfect fit, but don't don't they the club that is going to, you know, buy Frankie Frankie the Young? They has he, they have to pay for his missed wages don't they uh no barcelona they have to compensate i thought no i'm pretty sure barcelona no but the way barcelona are going to do business is that hey you, if you want this player you're gonna have to pay for like the wages we didn't pay him all this time as well oh i don't fucking know i think that's what they said and that's why man you man you were like eh, actually stupid, I don't know. Though. 
what the fuck? Do all that. Yeah, that does make sense. That's I mean because so I mean they didn't pay. I signed the contract with you. You pay me that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're just what? they're a mess. And no, that's what I read. I mean, I was like, it kind of makes sense if you're in their position, though. It's like, hey, I didn't pay you for this long. I'm not gonna come up with that much money to pay you up front right now. You, if you're gonna leave, let them pay then. Like that's probably their. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Trying to use Look at this midfield. Is... Scott McTominay. Pretty good player. Donny Van Beek. Or Van de Beek. He'll be good with new coach. Bruno and Erickson. Oh, and Fred. That's it. <laughs> they need yes. a they need like a box-to-box slash defensive midfielder because they lost Matic. And I don't think McTominay and Fred are gonna cut it. Exactly. Uh, one thing I did want to say, though, before we start talking about Dortmund again, is like quick prayers out to to uh, Sebastian Haller. Haller. We did get news, I think, was it two days? Ago? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. No, no, Monday. Two days ago. Two days ago. I think. Yeah, that he was found to have a testicular tumor, as reported by BBB. So hopefully it's nothing too serious and he can recover quickly and get back because he's a great player. Things did not work out with him at West Ham, but he's a great player who who proved himself in Ajax. And what what German team did he play for? Frankfurt. Was it Frankfurt? Okay, yeah, he was he was with the uh, Jovic. Who was that player? Luka yeah. Jovic. Jovic um, and um, what's that player at Milan now? A Croatian. Re- Rebic. Was it Rebic, the defender? No, 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 the winger. Oh, yeah, he's a great player. Um, it's proven. I think he had like one of the. Did he have the most Champions League goals last year? Yeah. Look up the stats. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, great player. Hopefully he can come back because Dortmund need a striker after the departure of Erling Holland to Manchester City. Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Who are looking really scary, but they are getting rid of some of their players because I guess they're having some. Well, they obviously they want to offload some of the wages too, which is why we have Raheem Sterling at Chelsea now and Zinchenko. I think today was confirmed to have gone to Arsenal. Yeah, I saw that too. Was it confirmed? Uh, uh, Fabrizio yeah, Romano confirmed, confirmed it. So here we go, <laughs> dude. That man does not sleep. Um, but going back to Dortmund, um, it was it's weird how like this whole timing about the diagnosis, um, because there was also apparently there was a another player who I think plays for. Hertha Berlin, if I remember correctly. Um, he had a very similar situation. Um, but, I mean, of course, we don't know the severity mm-hmm. yet for Sebastian Ale. But um, this guy, he didn't need chemotherapy. I think he had some sort of surgery. And they're expecting him back in like three weeks. And I was like, huh? You know what crazy. kind of cancer he had? I was like, that fast? Um, I I can't tell you. I'll have to look into it. <clears throat> but yeah, that's kind of quick. Anyways, Austin, you were talking about before we formally started the episode, you're talking about Bayern's uh new kit for the year. How do you like it? Yeah, I was gonna say at first when I saw like mock-ups, it just didn't look well, but now that I've seen it more like on the players and like actually on the pitch, it looks pretty clean. And I, I think that's how it Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's how it goes a lot of times. Like, I feel like we see the concept or we see the the leaked photo from, what is it, footy headlines. Footy, yeah, footy, and you're like, eh. It looks kind of bad. And you know what? Honestly, 
there's been a couple times where I'm like, it looks kind of bad. And I still just don't like it throughout the year for, for certain jerseys. But you're right. Sure. Like, I think when we see it, when we see it on the players and we see them playing it, it's like, oh, okay, it looks kind of cool, actually. I had to, I feel yeah. the same way about Chelsea's uh, home kit. I think it's like pretty a little too simple. Like, I feel like I could have come up with a design better than that. Yeah. Uh, but recently, uh, as you guys know, I went to the game in Vegas against Club America, and the game was fantastic. The experience was amazing. <laughs> the seats were really good. Uh, I saw Mason Mount score a screamer. Mm-hmm. I yelled at all the players. I got a picture with Aspilicueta, and Raheem Sterling did not sign my jersey after making eye contact with me. But it's okay. I forgive him. Um, yeah, he looked at you. He was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he looked at me. He was like, nah, bro. But, uh, yeah, the jerseys, I don't think the home jerseys look that cool. But then when I saw them playing in it, like when I saw Kai Havertz and Mason Mount running in it, I was like, damn, this is it's actually kind of cool. I like the Dover ones from the very beginning. First time in a while. Really? I don't I don't remember what they look like, actually, right now. They kind of look very similar to, like, the 2012, 2013 vibes. Is that, isn't that when you lost that. the – Isn't that when you guys lost the <laughs> To uh to Austin's Bayern, yeah, yeah. We watched that game live in his media room. I remember that. Yeah, dude, that, that was, was fun. I was crying, dude. I know. I know not every team. Speak, not every say, team can be Bayern in the final. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, I do like the jersey. And I'm speaking of Lewandowski leaving. Of course, I literally bought his jersey like last year. Like it was literally last year is like their champions league kit, third kit, I believe. It's like the black and gold one. Yeah. I was like, hell oh, yeah, I got Lowy. And then a year later, boom, there goes that money down the drain. Won't ever be the That's same. Good, it's not a money down the drain, though. I think I look at kits as like a moment Memories. in time, right? Yeah, it's like it's like that moment in time that was such a good bookmarks. Like, yeah, exactly. Precisely. Yeah. Like I have a so I, I think this summer I got really into buying like not retro kits, but just like kits from previous years. And so I bought like this really cool, the light blue uh, alternate kit from Chelsea's 2018 season, the season that Maurizio Sarri was in charge. And I was like, cause I remember in that time, I was like, I really wanted that Jersey. I never got it. And then I got it obviously to use. So I got it from eBay kind of weird, but I don't know. It's just cool <laughs> to have. That like, still exists. Side note. <laughs> eBay, yeah. And then I got like the 2013, 2014 Jersey of, Juan Mata at Chelsea and he's my like you guys know he's my favorite player when he's playing for Chelsea um so it's just like yeah it's a really cool like relic of time like you can remember things by so I don't think yours is by any means like out is ever going to be outdated like that's your that's the best striker to play true 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 ever, true, true. You know? like, that's a really cool thing in fact it's cooler to have that like I have two Eden Hazard jerseys right and I'm like uh, I was sad yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like for me it's like damn this is the best player to ever play for Chelsea, probably like the most talented player to ever play for Chelsea. Um, and I have two of his kids, you know, it's, it's a cool memory. Fair enough. Are you, are you going to try to have like almost every, a variation of a kit from every season? Yeah, I will for sure. I think only as far, how far year. will you go back? How far will you go back though? So right now I have every year except for 2017 2018 because i i think all three of i mean i think the alternate was really cool that year but i think the like for example that home kit was really ugly when i saw the footy headlines on it and when i look at it <laughs> when i look at it today it's still fucking ugly like i'm never like it's literally the dumbest like chelsea kit ever it's just blue with like nothing like literally nothing and they look they all the players look ugly in it too but um was right now i have the, which one was that one 
It's not. It's not any of the ones that were loud. Like I know a lot of fans like they don't like the jerseys when they're really loud or like crazy. Dis- Personally, I love the crazy designs. I'm like, you know what? It's not fair that you can say like it's too much or something. But then like five years later, you look back at it and you're like, oh, dude, that's a really cool. Like, I mean, it's crazy for the time. But is like, it damn. the most the tire yeah. sponsor? It was the second year that they used the tire sponsor. I'll show you. It's the, it's the first year that they used Nike, and it's Yokohama. just so boring. Like it's literally so boring. It's just like oh, a blue T-shirt when it was just blue, and then the other one was just white, and then the third kit had like exactly. the, the blackish blue. Yes. Will, so like that year, that. I would I would get that black and blue one. So wait, um, how far back do you have then? You said like 2012. Is that what you said? Right now, my oldest is 2000 for Chelsea. For Chelsea. Yeah, 2013. Okay. So I have 13, 14. All the way to now, except for Dang. 17. And I have a couple of kits from one year. Like, for example, the 2018, 2016, 2017 season, the first season with the tires. Like, I have two kits from there because I got one on sale and I got one uh, from – because I just thought it was really cool. So, like, I have a couple from there. But, yeah, I also have a couple other jerseys. Like, I don't just want to have Chelsea jerseys. I got a couple others. But I know, Romero, you have a few other jerseys. Just in case another team's in the Champions League and you need to support another one. <laughs> Or, I mean, it's better than what you did, which was just change your favorite team from Barcelona to... Well, I'm actually going back. I'm following Louis. <laughs> oh, yeah? He's a yeah. glory hunter, bro. So you, so you like <laughs> Dortmund before Bayern? No, 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 no. I, didn't, I appreciated him when he, for what he did for us. And, uh, so didn't he go yeah. for free? Uh, to what? I meant... To Bayern? To, yeah, what he, he contributed went, he went to the club. To Bayern. Just Bro, like didn't go to. Oh my god! I forgot about this no? dude. He wasn't oh. free. He wasn't free. Okay, okay. Man, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Damn. Bro. Imagine like, if Holland can... went to. <laughs> oh my. No, bro. <laughs> it goes the other way now. Maybe, maybe if we uh, had, if we would have known ahead of time about the whole lovey situation, we probably could have got it done. You know. um... Ramiro, so Dortmund had a really good transfer window. Like, I know I don't know all the players, but I know, for example, Sula went there from Bayern, and that's why you're saying that Paul Otto On a free, by the way. Sebastian Aller did. But you know what? Like, I thought, I think it was, they were really, Bayern were really quiet. And then all of a sudden, it went like boom, boom, boom. Like, right now they have Sadio Mane just practicing around. Sadio. And then... I mean, what's his name? Matthias De Ligt. He's a player. He's a Bayern player now. So, like, they were kind of silent. And now, all of a sudden, it's like you have two world-class players on your team, bro. So, I don't think they really regret letting go of uh, um, Sule that much. But Lewandowski's boots or shoes are <laughs> bro, really they're large. they're definitely stuff. regretting it. Regretting Sule? Sule? Yeah. Why? Because apparently y'all want to play with three at the back. Um. And y'all are about to sell Chris Richard Richards. Yeah, to uh, Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. So Who's Chris Richards. He, uh, he was from SB Dallas, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, my bad. He he from, yeah, but he's actually legit. Uh, and then is he, he a center back? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, and then he went to Bayern. I don't think he he didn't play much, but he got loaned out to like actual teams. Yeah, um, and he did well there. But I mean, Bayern need cash at this point, um, so they're just trying to offload players. And apparently, one of those is supposed to be a center back. Um, so you want to play three at the back? Where's your center back depth? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, question. Sure. You got you got Pupa Mecano. 
Yeah, I can't stand him. I forgot about him. I forgot about him. You got how how did he do last year? There's a reason why his nickname is Poop Americano. I mean, are you just well, you're also a hater though. Like no, did, I did will, he actually have a really bad season? He's, he struggled. He's he struggled since he got there. Yeah. That's um, what I mean, yeah. My, was... my point is letting a world class offender leave for free and then signing a world class defender for seventy seven million dollars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know why. Why did Sule leave? Did he? Did he just want more game he, time, or what? He wanted to leave. Yeah. Did he, he say why? He wasn't getting the respect he deserved game wise. He wasn't just like the organization and fans were just like bullying the shit out of him. Because <laughs> you know he's mistakes? he's he's a bigger guy, um, huh. and you know how the whole the whole regiment at Bayern is like. Gonna, yeah, like you're gonna do this, and we're gonna win, and we're gonna have the mentality, and blah 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 blah. blah. And he was like, "Bro, just let me eat a burger." And then it just <laughs> wait, it, just, wait, it literally, it literally became fucking burger memes. People are like, oh, "Is this real, dude?" Yes. Yeah. That's so that's so messed up because he's. I mean, like I told you, Romero. I know that I saw like on a couple games he was recorded to have like the fastest like sprint speed. Yes, dude. Player. Like, like, why would you bully him, though, dude? Who's like the fastest player in the team? He's absolutely he's 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 a loss, like for them, hundred percent. Like, oh yeah, oh, of yeah. course they did upgrade, but I mean, it comes with a lot of money, and the only team that has that money in the league is, of course, them. You know, yeah, like nobody else in the league can make a seventy-five million euro transfer, other Just like than that. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think that's. I take it back what I said, but I think it's. I can, it's it's nice to see Matias they liked in your team, younger, you know, better prospect or whatever, but that's a really bad they're, business. They're, they're pretty much, Sula's what, 20, 25? He's that he's young? Old. He looks so 26, 26, 26. I think he's 26. Damn. You see, you're bullying him right now, Austin. That's why he left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying he just looks like he does. he's been looks... playing forever. Like, yeah. Yeah. A season um, that. I wanted to ask, because both of you probably know, but does Julian Nagelsmann play three at the back at Leipzig? Yes. Okay, makes sense then why he would want to switch back. Speaking of back threes, um, I know that me and Romero were talking about this the other day, but Chelsea, I have a a lot I want to say about Chelsea, because right now I think it's a really crucial time for the club, obviously because we have new ownership and Every, it seems like every year something's happening, right? Like we had the transfer ban in 2019 and Eden Hazard left and it was just really rough to get back into the swing of things. So we had a lot of academy players come in, you know, then we had the whole situation with Abramovich and Russia and sanctions on the club. So we weren't able to sign anybody. We weren't able to uh, provide contracts to anybody. And it turns out Christensen and Rudiger left and Aspie's probably going to leave. Um, it's just it's just been rough. So there's a lot going the whole on. Defense. <laughs> the whole defense left okay. essentially, and I think I think like Thiago Silva, as good as he is, like man, he's a, such a good player. Especially like watching him live, like it's crazy to see someone like that play on your team. Like see the pace of game in real time. Yeah. yeah, it's way faster in person. But he's just he's like an all time great. Like I'm so happy he's at our club, but he's also going to be 38 this year. Um, <laughs> so I think. We need to really look at some of these younger players who have gone loan on a few times. Like Gallagher, Connor Gallagher, he's not a he's not a defender, but I, I know he's staying. Tuchel has been talking about Gallagher since like last year that he wants him to stay. But at the same time, it's like it was shitty because they had to send Billy Gilmore home. They had to send like a couple others home. Armando Broyes 
injured, but we need to keep him. We need to keep him. We don't have a striker. We don't even have like a number nine in our team right now. But defender wise, like I think like today, that boy's gone, bro. <laughs> we don't even talk about him. We don't talk about him. But as of today, we have Tiago Silva to play down the middle of the three. We have uh, Trevor Chalaba on the right if Aspi leaves. We have on the left currently, I think Koulibaly can play there or on the right. Malang Sar has looked decent in preseason, but how tall is he? He looks really short on the field. He's pretty short for a center back. He's like five eleven, but I think they mark him as six feet. But oh, he's so, like five eleven. Oh, so, yeah, but okay, that's not short. I mean, that's pretty short for a center back. It's, it's not like it's not like what's his name, Lissandro Martinez, the new. Uh, United he's like yeah, he's five nine. I saw that. I think he's like five seven. Bro, that's crazy. I mean, I know that it doesn't mean everything, right? You have like Puyol, and you had a bunch of center backs who weren't that tall. Um, Cannavaro. But uh, what's it called? We do have some shorter center backs right now. Like, Malenk Sar is like 5'11". Tiago Silva is not that tall. He's actually only like six foot or 5'11", something like that. Um, and then... There's no way he's that short. He is, bro. He actually is. And it's crazy because, like, I see every game, right? And he looks so much shorter than Rudiger, Christensen... Lukaku, just like look at a picture of him next to one of those. Oh, yeah, he is 5'11. That's right. Fuck. He's very short, heck? but he's so good. Like, he wins every header because of his intelligence for sure. But we have a bunch of short center backs right now. I know Chalaba's on the taller side. So I think, I don't even, I think Koulibaly is like six foot one or something like that. But, you know, height's not everything, but I don't think we can have three center backs who are less than six feet or, you know, around six one. Like Ampadu. Ampadu today in the preseason game against Charlotte, which, yes, we lost on penalties. But I watched the 90 minutes, and I think we played well. Um, still, Ampadu was like five still loss. It's still a loss. It's still an loss. L is an L. Uh, you know everything about L's, Ramiro. I, don't I do. That's why I'm saying it. I uh-huh. get the chance to. Uh, what's it called? Ampadu is like 5'10", too, so he's short. But we need – and then the reason why I say it is because I think we're going to sign Jules Kunde. I think today was like pretty – I think DeMarzio released something that it got pretty close. Like they're going to basically announce it soon. And the agreed uh, personal terms have already been agreed. Aspie's going to go to Barcelona. Uh, Sevilla and Barcelona are also negotiating for Kunde, but I think he's closer to Chelsea because Barcelona's a mess. But he's also like only like 5'10 or 5'11, and he would be slotting into that right center back role. I'm a little bit concerned because I know that they're all really great athletes, but. I don't like the idea of having like three center backs who are not that tall after, you know, having players like Rudiger, John Terry, you know, these are John taller guys. Terry. <laughs> yeah, dude. JT. Hey, JT's the GOAT. He's the epitome of like first I fill up your girl and then I fill up my Yoda. Hey, yo, 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 yo. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah. We'll I see. Know. I want. I want to. I want to get a, another center. I mean, Levi Colwell looks great. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like we need to. They need to really evaluate these players before they send them out. I don't. I'm not a fan of how we. I feel like we send players out alone, even when they look good. Like today, Kennedy looked so good at right wing back, and Reese James is going to need help. Like for sure, he can't play 60 games. But I just have a feeling that we're going to send Kennedy out on loan. I just have a feeling like. He's, I mean, he's crazy. Like, I feel like he always does something stupid, like either on the pitch or off the pitch, or I don't know what. But like, he's never been able to commit and play for a whole season at the at the club. 
And we need to keep him. I feel like we won't. And then Levi Colwell has already come. I'm pretty sure he's said that, like, hey, if I don't get guaranteed minutes, I'm leaving on a permanent. So they played him today for 45 minutes, I guess, to try to see if they can give him a chance. But I'd rather not sign another center back besides Kunde if that means we're going to keep Levi Colwell, who's like 18 or 19 or something. But he looks good. I think uh, I think we'll see. We have a game against Arsenal on Saturday. So Koulibaly will probably get some minutes on that day. That's my Chelsea rant. <laughs> you, bro. You got money to spend. Right. I don't think that we're really splurging as much as people think, though. I think Chelsea have always done really great business, except for like deals like Lukaku, Drinkwater, and a couple others. <laughs> bro, but I did, think you, for... did you see the meme about Lukaku? What did he do? <laughs> you see the, did you see the number that he's wearing, apparently? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's true, though. You don't think he's going to wear number 91? No, 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 I think it's true that he's gonna wear, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think that's the reason. Oh no, but like, it's just it's just funny what people said, like, because you guys sent him out on loan and you're getting nine million for him, and he's yeah, like, that we paid hundred. Yeah, he comes in for a hundred, he leaves for nine, and now he's wearing number ninety one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that whole thing was like I was trying my best to not. I was trying my best to like to support him, and I still think like he's a great player, and that a lot of like unfortunate things happened, but. It's so bad business-wise, but I get it. Like, when a player wants to leave, you don't keep them at your club. Like, I get it. I just think, uh, like, he did it to himself. Like, he did it to himself. No, what, what do you mean, Romero? What do you mean, uh, what? Like, you have to admit, when a player doesn't want to be at your club, like, you shouldn't keep them there. You can. I mean, sometimes yeah, it can. changes things. But, it depends. But, I mean, it's like, it's like how do you want that to manifest inside of your club do you want it to perpetrate other parts of your club do you want it to send a message that there's no like player uh freedom do you want to send a message that oh this person can go around my club spend spreading negative energy like i wouldn't want to keep someone like that at my club if it's, i know that they don't want it either i mean it's it's not necessarily like that i mean i do agree with the whole like um dressing room um energy chemistry chemistry or whatever but like i mean i guess just people people for in this case lukaku just isn't professional enough and i mean that's on lukaku but like for example if you look at us for sancho keeping sancho was probably the best thing we could have done and the only reason we didn't let him go is because we just weren't we weren't getting paid the money for it so we kind of forced him to stay but yeah. the year after, we're like, hey, you performed well on that. Like you, you did, you did whatever you could for us, and like, it's we'll 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 give it to you. It's kind of like a gentleman's agreement, if that makes sense. But like, I, it's one of those things to where like the clubs also have to look into what is best for them. So if it's keeping him for a year, and just like throwing him on the stands, cool. Like just just throw them in the throw them in the stands like not not that big. I a deal. agree, I agree to an extent, <laughs> but I think like I think it's different, and I'll give you a parallel that I think it's different when you have players in their prime or past their prime and like into their last few years of like having a professional like a big contract. It's like Lukaku's in his prime. He's like thir- he's going to be thirty, I think, this year, so he's in his prime. He's probably on his last big contract. Same thing with Lewandowski. Same thing with. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, same thing with all of these players who are big names. But I think the same thing happened with Callum Hudson-Odoi uh, when he was 
at Chelsea, I think either a year, year and a half ago. I think when Tuchel first had his first full season, he said, no, like you're not leaving to Dortmund on loan. Like we're going to keep you here because I'm going to use you and I need you. And, and I think it's, yeah, and he didn't use him. But I think that that was probably, like you said, best for the club um, to keep him because we, we didn't have Eden Hazard again. We didn't have maybe that many wingers to bring off the bench. And so, yeah, he's here and, and we needed it. But like the thing is, he's also young. He's very young. He's like maybe, I don't know how much older he is than Sancho, but he's they're probably around the same age. I think I don't think you can do that to a player or tell that have that reasoning for a player in their prime or on their you know last or second to last contract. I mean... I've never seen that. I, yeah, I can see that. But in in my opinion, it's kind of just like what the club needs. Yeah, yeah, you don't always want to give. Yeah. Like it's it's at that point you signed a contract with me. Um and I'm I'm not forced to let you do anything. You know? Like Yeah. Like yes, it's it sounds wrong, but like you you also have to think about just financial fin- like financial positions of the club. Cuz if you're not getting any money for him, like you you for let's say you lost 91 million on him. Like, where are you going to get that back? You're exactly like it's 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 a horrible business yeah. proposition. So, but just just let him just stay and just sell him. No, the thing is, like, I I'm with you. Like, I'm hundred percent with you. I really think, like, at the end of the day, if it's black and white, like, yeah, you let you let Lukaku stay at the club and like, hey, you let him come off the bench and he will be really good for you if he's actually trying. Like, even at sixty percent when he's off the bench for ten minutes every game, like, I. I'm a Lukaku fan. I wouldn't want him to leave, even if it means he just uh, comes off and doesn't play that much. But the thing is, it's just like the downstream like consequences, I think, of, of keeping that player in that setting. Like, I think that just, like, I understand it. Like, when I was younger, maybe I wouldn't have. But I feel like now I kind of get it. I'm just like, you know what? It's It's just... It's just like, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know if it's like a respect between the player and the club, because I really don't think... Luke, I know Lukaku disrespected the club and the fans, but I don't think what he did should have been shouldn't have like warranted this type of like like response or consequence. You know what I mean? It's like okay, he apologized. Like get over it. Why are you guys mad at him for it? Like for saying something he shouldn't have said. Like don't despise him for it after he after he apologizes. Like I think in that regard, I'm really mad at like how I mean, but he's still Chelsea meant it fans. Anyway. He meant it. Yeah, I get it. He meant it. But I mean, let's. Like, I, even if he came to Chelsea because he really just Inter couldn't afford to keep him, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, you, I mean, you still came to Chelsea and signed a contract. Like, I get it. But I think that we made it worse. The Chelsea fans made it worse by just literally picking on him every week and booing him even when he didn't play that bad. Like, he still was our leading scorer for the club. I think he would have been our leading scorer again. But I think, like, we treated him pretty bad back after that. And that can be debated on whether it's, like, deserved or not. But after you do that, like... I just don't think you can keep the player. I think you have to like, if you're going to give shit to a player and you're going to do it that much every week, then you got to let him go. Like what, I get it. What, like I get why. So for those listening, can you provide context Quran on like what necessarily happened or the history? Sure. sure. So basically like Lukaku was started off really well. He was our most expensive transfer in history at like a hundred million pounds, which is like, I don't know, $140 million. That occurred like last that. season, correct? Last well, summer. Now, yeah. Now it's summer. equal. Yeah. It's, now it's equal. Of inflation, <laughs> but, um, okay. A hundred so mil was, last season. 
it was yeah so the reason why is because chelsea didn't have a striker and chelsea won the champions league uh the year prior and so this seemed like it was the perfect missing piece to the puzzle to take them to the next level to win the league as well and so mm-hmm. I, I agree with that i think that was a great transfer but thing is it's a big name big cost and usually they don't end up that well historically and look at start off really well especially at chelsea <laughs> like strikers it doesn't work out for some reason um he started off really well scored against arsenal in his first game scored at you know at home twice and he was just lighting it up like a lot of goals and then he actually picked up a really bad ankle injury in the champions league against uh i forgot the name of the team but they were they weren't particularly like a <laughs> big club yeah yeah um, but he had an injury and it was really bad it just felt really unnecessary and i think that's when things went to go downhill i think this injury was like in october or something like that everything went downhill he was injured it took for it took him forever to come back and i think it was also during his like rehab he went out to Italy and did an interview in for Sky Italia in Italy about his time at Inter, which is a team in Milan. And he was talking about how he loves them and how he's going to go back to play for them one day and not play for them when he's old, but just come back and be good for them. And he's keep in mind he's a Chelsea player when he's doing all these saying all these things he shouldn't be saying, and nobody liked it. Like the coach didn't like it, nobody liked it. So they gave him a bunch mm-hmm. of crap for it for several days, weeks, until he had to make a, an official statement through Chelsea saying, like, listen, hey, I love Chelsea. Like, I came here because I want to be here and play here. I'm so sorry I said this. I shouldn't have, and I don't want, you know, to be looked at differently because of it. And, of course, the fans didn't buy it because it's like a PR type of thing. Yeah. But after that, you know, the fans just booed him every game. Like, they didn't want to see him. His confidence was super low for a player who already, you know, he's a confidence player, like, the reason why he was so good at Inter, I believe, is because he had a coach who just believed 110% inside of him and had a system perfectly for Lukaku. And for us, it's like our system didn't fit Lukaku from the beginning, but he was just such a good finisher that it worked anyways, and I think sometimes that works. But then on top of that, it's like, you know, Tuchel didn't favor him 100%. The fans did not care for him anymore, and his confidence was low. And when you combine all those things together, it's just, you know, creates disaster. So... Uh, he kept he kept his head down. I'll give him props for that. Like he trained really hard from what everything I've read. He trained really hard. He performed. I mean, he scored the he scored the goal to win the Club World Cup. He scored goals afterwards too. He finished as our highest scorer. But you know, I think it gets to you. I think when you have that much negativity around you, it gets to you, and you want to leave. Like you you want to get out. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't worth it for him. So he left, and now we're again without a striker. It's it's funny because like the situation for you is completely the opposite of what the situation was for like Dortmund players. Um, Dortmund like Dortmund made some really bad transfers or like contract extensions, and they just didn't have the position to get rid of them because like. A club can come in and be like, hey, we're interested in this player. And the club is like, all right, we want 15 mil. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay you 15 mil. But if the player doesn't want to go, then the player doesn't go. Mm. You know? Um, so, like, that's what happened with um, Roman Berkey, the new or the new uh, St. Louis goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he didn't play for, like, a year and a half or something like that or, like, maybe closer to a year he was just i don't know i don't even remember if he was even on the bench at that at one point and 
they just he was just there for the bag because he got a contract extension he was making like six seven million a year and he wasn't he didn't have to go anywhere well we have players like that too Romero. <laughs> like who keppa oh that is true <laughs> okay uh, danny Drinkwater. he just got off though i was about to say i, I thought he i thought he just left he for, got his contract just expired for us it was uh roman berkey right now it's nico nico schultz the left what back does he play? Oh. the <laughs> the left back that costs us like 25 million or something like that which is almost our record jeez um, and he doesn't play and he doesn't play that's oh, because wild. you guys have uh, the Portuguese guy, right? Yeah, but when the when What's the Portuguese uh, Rafa Guerreiro, bro, he's so good. He's, he's so good. he's super good on the ball. He's just really bad defensively. He's just so fun to watch, um, though. Like, oh, absolutely, he is. Um, but apparently, they bought him two seasons ago. I think he did absolutely awful. His first season, and then his second season, yeah, and then his second season, he didn't, he didn't even play, and it got to the point where they started like calling up academy left backs instead of him, and he's making I think like eight mil a year or something like that. So wow, I mean considering it for the amount, I think the highest earning player at Dortmund is Royce if I am correct and I think yeah he, that I, makes sense and I think he makes like 12 jeez yeah so like wait he came a couple years ago I think it was two years ago it might have, I think it was right two now. seasons ago okay he came in 2019 yeah for 20 28 million dollars so yeah like 24 million euros something yeah. like that that's insane and it's 29 years old yeah and apparently it's at the point to where um clubs are interested but he's like no i don't want to go just because he's just sitting pretty yeah yeah he's getting like a hundred thousand pounds a week and he yeah he came in we bought him for 28 and he's worth like 4.5 right now yeah yeah that's, that's... That's a lot of money on wages for and a player who's not he's, contributing he's, anything. I think he's only played like here, let me see if I can find how many games he's played for um Dortmund. But yeah, it's it's Nothing frustrating. Good. He's played 29 40 games, 40 Bundesliga games in um three seasons. Wow, that's like a third of the time he's been there, or a third of the games. Yeah. 61 games total, including all, all, all comps. Other comps, yeah. Yeah. In the span of three years. 20 games. A year. A year. And a lot of those are, like, subs. And they signed a five-year contract, so he's got two more years left. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're paying. I'm not trolling. I know we've been talking a lot about. Uh, European soccer, but FC Dallas has the same situation with one of the strikers. The strikers, bro. The game that I went to against uh, New York City, dude, I swear he had like five chances by himself 
Frank Ojada. Yeah, man just can't yeah, put dude. the ball in the back of the net. I think he's like – so basically what had happened is he came from Pachuca, which is a Mexican team, and we had played them, like, I don't know, a few years back um, in the CONCACAF Champions League. And he had – at that time, he was obviously younger, and so he had uh, whooped us, you know. He was balling out. And <laughs> yeah. So Dan, Dan Hunt, the uh, – president i believe because he it's him and his brother but anyways the one that's in charge of making decisions at sc dallas he was like so in love with him and so like finally when he got an opportunity to get him he paid for like so much for him and like same thing he gets paid three mil a year he's like the high he's like the highest paid player on the sc dallas um bench and i think it makes up like 30 percent of the whole roster cap which is a lot for like that much I think I think I'll have to look. He but he gets paid. I, all I know is he gets paid three mil a year. And same thing, he's always sitting on the bench. Or if he does come in, he just misses so many opportunities. Yeah, dude, it was insane. And it's just I really, yeah. I really just, don't like that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So it just sucks because same thing. Like we, we n- nobody's gonna want to buy him right now for that much. And so it's kind of the same thing. He just has to ride it out. And thankfully, it's, he does play at least uh, as opposed to the situation at uh, Dortmund. But still, like it's, it's he does more harm than good because he always misses these opportunities. As opposed to if we have any other striker that at least most likely they'd score half more goals based off the opportunities that they got. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I just really don't like when one player on a team like really throws off the balance by which wages are distributed and i'm not saying that all players should be played should be paid equally that's that's not how it works right everything's based off of merit and you make a name for yourself and you make your own future contract everybody wants to get their best contract like i get it however like i mean for example i'm just going to pull up like weekly wages for psg and just show like (laughs) because you i mean we already know that psg compared to like the rest of the league i think we mentioned this in one of our other episodes on our podcast that they yeah, would basically pay one team more than every other team I... or the top half team, top half of the league combined. So like it says right here that I don't know if this is fact, but does Kylian Mbappe really make the most per week? Oh yeah. He just signed that contract. Just signed yeah. That I was going to say, yeah. we discussed that in one of our episodes. It was his insane yeah. contract. So like it, it says like Mbappe, Messi and Neymar all make way more than a million per week um through psg um which is crazy and then you go down and it's like here's uh julian draxler right who's a top player he makes one hundred and thirty-eight thousand. he doesn't play every game but he makes one hundred and thirty-eight thousand yeah that's insane he contributes to the team like he doesn't play in i mean he, he's he's an attacker i guess but like that's just crazy that someone else on his team gets paid 10 times the amount he does like Messi. And I don't think that Messi is 10 times the player Julian Draxler is for PSG right now. I think that's controversial for sure, but I I don't think, I don't think that Messi has done 10 times the amount that Draxler did last year for the club. You know what I mean? I think also for Chelsea, it's, it's not as bad. Draxler. (laughs) Romero doesn't like him. He's never liked him. Draxler's a good player. Draxler's a good player. He's just a hater. Um, Jackson's a great player. You're just a hater because you're uh you couldn't have him on your team. Tiago yeah, Silva makes seven hundred thousand. Yeah, you you and you'd be a great Arsenal fan. I think you should probably Dude, switch clubs. Who would he start over, bro? 
Julian Draxler? <laughs> yes. Do you are we talking about the same Julian Draxler? Yes, the Julian Draxler that peaked at Schalke and did absolutely nothing afterwards. Yes, that Julian. Well, that's because he went. That's because he went to PSG, not because he wasn't a good player. Um, here's the thing. For example, Edu Mendy, our starting goalkeeper, makes fifty-two thousand pounds per week. Kepa doesn't do shit, and he makes three times that per week. I think it just messes up everything because Mendy is a really like, from what I know and read, he's like a really selfless person who very probably humble. won't very humble person. Same thing with like Koulibaly, from what I've seen or read. Uh, there's there's a dude that's hilarious. Yeah, um, there's a lot of players like that, right? And I think. Mendy will be offered a new contract. Mason Mount will be offered a new contract. Same with Reese James, who are getting paid literally less than players who don't even play. Like Ross Barkley makes like twice the amount that uh, Mendy does too. And Ross Barkley doesn't play for the club ever. I think it just messes things up when you think about the side of soccer that's not on the field. You know what I mean? Like the side that goes to practice every day, the side that works hard, follows a strict diet and like do all of this work for it can seem like for what you know yeah because obviously i know at least for i mean i know like in most leagues like people discuss the the uh, wages and stuff and like i know for mls they literally it's part of like their players association they release the wages in the middle of the season every year and so it's that whole Mm -hmm. same thing you you see like just that like you see Frank O'Hara or whatever, for example, who's sitting on the bench not doing anything. But then you see me, I'm making 70,000 and he's making three mil, but I'm actually like starting every game. And it's just kind of like, Hey, yo, not... Ramiro. Hey, yo, Ramiro. What's what? up? I thought Austin, I thought Austin was about to get out here, bro. Be like, oh, I'm working my ass off getting my degree and like, and making, you know, $50,000 a year for what? Bro? I contribute <laughs> to the world. This man sitting on a bench where I had to feed my dog. Like, bro, I thought, I thought Austin was going to get super serious here, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying like, just as a player, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got like, you. obviously you're always going to do your best. And like, you know, your time will come. Like if you really are balling out, like, and you will get what? hopefully is due, you know, whether it's at your current club or a new club, but still it just like sucks in terms of like, how do you, how do you create a positive working environment in that sense? Like this can be obviously like any sport or any working environment, but obviously like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. but like in in locker rooms, how do you like create that team aspect when you know that in the back of your head, you know? And not that like people, what? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, not that people, like, obviously are, like, petty, but obviously still, like, there's are, there are, I'm sure there are situations where, like you said, your starting goalkeeper is balling out, but he's getting paid three times less than the bench rider, who's more of a diva, and you're just kind of like, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just, like you said, I think, I guess that's where managers come in hand, you know? I mean, that's just one of the many things they have to deal with, and hence manage, but it just seems like, yeah, kind of I, a cruel world. <laughs> I feel like it's just harder to do now, too, especially with, like, because the whole, like, Neymar transfer kind of just, like, changed how everything is now with, like, inflation and, like, um, release clauses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because, like, the whole Neymar release clause was, like, $220 million. But if you look at every single player that's been signed by a big team, like... Um, uh, Real or Barca or something like that because from what I understand is that Premier League is not allowed to have release clauses. Mm. You know that? 
I've never seen a release clause on a Premier League player. Yeah, makes sense. Apparently, it's not legal to have a release clause on a player or a player. Um, But like, if you look at Vinicius Junior or like Pedri or something, their release clause doesn't go under a billion. It's insane. Like, it's one of those things to where like now the players have so much power when it comes to the contract because there is not going to be a single team on the face of this planet that is going to pay that release clause. So if the player doesn't want to leave, the player can just stay there and write out the contract. You know? Um, and it is something that's been happening a lot more often. Like, have you guys noticed that there's a lot more, like, free agents in the market? Yeah. Like, it, it's not necessarily just going from, like, team to team. So, like, it, a lot of these players, I mean, it's smart. Players are getting more out of it, quote, unquote. Um, yeah, you got to, I mean, you put yourself in their shoes and you're like, yeah, I would do that too. This is a very limited yeah, career with, yeah. with such a short time frame. Like, I'm going to get paid. It's, you know, it's even... Austin, you know this, like it's even worse in MMA because it's like, nah, dude, I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting my life on the line. I'm going to get paid for this really short career and I'm going to get paid well. Like I'm going to put myself in that yeah, position. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to get yeah. as much as I can while I'm in it. Like, well, one when, when, uh, that took a negative turn was like Pogba. Like Pogba yeah. was like holding out. I don't know if you all watched the fucking the <laughs> Pogmentary, but I, I apparently, apparently in there he like, I think he said some shit like, yeah, they were offering me like 300K a weekend. I was like, nah, I deserve more or some shit like that. And like, he wanted like 14 mil a year from Man United. And I think they offered like 12. And he was like, nah, I'll just run my contract out and bigger teams will pay for my contract. And apparently he's only making like seven at Juve. (laughs) Yeah. So it didn't work out. It didn't work out for him. But like, it, it it's just weird to see how like that specific Their mentality that like Neymar transfer kind of just like started this whole like domino effect for all the contracts later on because everything is so infl- like inflated now like it's it's crazy like you it's, I you I will never believe that Lukaku was worth a hundred million pounds never yeah. <laughs> it's like it's I feel like it's in a lot of sports like with NFL or NBA, like that whole thing of players holding out until they get a new contract, even though they might've signed one like last year or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's like crazy how now a lot of players are really willing to wait it out, get fined until they actually get that bag. And then normally most often times they, they went out, you know, they win that battle because the team's kind of like, fuck that's our only we're not same thing we're not going to get a replacement at this time so we kind of have to pay him it's kind of what a a kanji is doing too for Dortmund right now too man does he does he play uh he was he's the starter yeah Uh, now he's on the bench well now he's not going to play oh because okay uh because he's they tried to so the whole idea was to like bring Sule and then Nico in and kind of have uh, Akanji and Hummels kind of phase out. Um, but Ak- How old is Akanji? Uh, 27. 
but he wants to leave. Like he wants to leave. Like he just he just mm-hmm. wants a he just wants a new sporting project. Mm-hmm. Um, and he specifically wants Manu, but Manu don't want him. <laughs> um, so Tough. now, so now we have like five center backs, but I, apparently he's been told that like he either finds a team by the end of the transfer window or he's like not gonna play. Shit, we'll take him, bro. Hey, Chelsea. Hit him up. Yeah, I think I think I think they're <laughs> bro, I think they're willing to let him go for like twenty-five or something like that. So let him hey, hit him up, Chelsea. You already got one right there. He's tall. He's uh he does want to go to the Premier League, so he's a good player. For yeah. sure. Speaking of uh so we, we talked a little bit about uh Everything. getting the bag and benching, but you know, speaking of benches, this was off the bench episode one. And we're about to get the bag too because I think we'll blow up and we'll get that Manscaped scholar or scholarship, Manscaped sponsorship. <laughs> scholarship, bro. Hey, it's it's tough out here in medical school. Hey, whatever. Yeah, about to say, you're the only one still in school, bro. Any tuition to, helps. <laughs> anything helps, bro. Anything. Like, but yeah, we'll uh we'll make the bag too by with this off the bench series. And it's been it's been fun. I think we we talked about a lot in an hour. It's it's pretty seamless too. So we'll continue to do this. I think it's it's something that comes pretty effortless for us. And let us know what you guys think if you're listening to. Um, ask us anything. Let us know if you want us to talk about anything in particular, whether it's like a certain sport or a certain transfer, a certain uh, team. Uh, we'll try to talk about whatever's relevant that week. And yeah, thanks for joining in. We'll see you Thank next time. Bye. Peace. <laughs>